Say what? Make some noise. Oh, I changed our name for this show. Mm-hmm. Stop calling it a mini sword. Because sometimes it's a mini sold, sometimes it goes like 15 minutes, and other times it goes like 40 hour. minutes. We've had mini sold for an hour, no? Have we? I think so. Of this one? Yeah. It was weekend, it's Say What Weekend Update, no? It's only called Say What because I found music that suited it. That was it. <laughs> <laughs> and I wonder how long it would take SNL to sue us for the weekend update part. No, there's <laughs> other weekend updates called Weekend Updates, isn't there? I would assume so. Like the regular news would have weekend updates. Well, I suppose they have hourly updates and stuff like that. But um, it's the new year. Is oh, f- what? we might be fucked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this is our first episode of the new year, our first weekend update. Mm-hmm. Say what weekend update? We have to keep saying that so we don't get sued. Yeah. Of the new year. Oh, and I wouldn't mind recording a weekend update. We're recording this on Monday. <laughs> right. Usually it'll be closer to the weekend. It's mm. just I have work on Wednesday. And I still have to finish the script for this week and get that ready for tomorrow. So we're uh, recording all the sequence as well to make it worse. You've got to be careful. Don't talk too much in this one. I need you to talk a lot in the next one. Not really a lot. I got a lot of script there. You need to explain that to me again slowly. You not talk a lot in this one and talk a lot in the next well, one. Don't say, save some of your good stuff for the other episodes. Oh, I thought <laughs> you just wanted me to sit there and listen. <laughs> we're gonna just do a silent episode of the weekend update we john cage got away with it made a fucking fortune who the composer it's literally like it's like four minutes something so it's four minutes 30 seconds like, i don't know the actual like the actual name of it but that's like the name of it and it's literally you go in and like it's the orchestra kind of like rustling and like you know, oh like it's just they're making noise yeah right? yeah oh. Hey, I was wondering it's a really got away famous piece it. and it's actually like the script for it is literally just barriers of rest not the script, but yeah. We had a good Christmas and a good New Year's. Relaxing, chilling out. Yeah, we did. I enjoyed it. We got new stuff, though, as well. That's cool. Christmas Santa Claus came. Mm-hmm. You're now working with a proper laptop. I yes. got a proper laptop. I got a little tablet in front of me here instead of my usual big screen, which is pretty cool. That handier. You wake I just miss reading comic books. I always yeah. read comic books on my tablet. When my last tablet went kaput and I was working and I didn't have time to read anyway. So I just kind of left it slip. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, I would say 90% of my horror consu- consum- consumption sake, consumption <laughs> was uh, through comic books huh. for the last couple of years. I didn't watch a whole pile of movies up until this year when we started getting into this. So we'd watch a few throughout the year, the big ones yeah. throughout the years, and we'd watch a good few over Halloween. But the rest mm. of the year, they kind of just went to the... We didn't watch... You know, we'd watch any big movie that came up. We weren't binging them we were too busy like you know yeah but uh so comic books were a lot for mm. me and i was wondering when we'll do that because this year we got big plans for this year we'll get back yeah. to comic books in a minute but mm. we, we do have big plans for this year so there's a lot to get done you know like i have an idea for another podcast that i'm in talks with maybe doing we'll see something i swore i wouldn't do but probably will do then me and you have other ideas for a yeah. historical podcast. I was thinking about that. We should maybe think of doing them as mini series throughout the year. Yeah, we Don't could give do you that. Time to do the views. research and put mm. a six parter together on, so, on a certain subject and then cover it, cover it. No, it's a separate thing completely. No, but yeah. I mean, like, 
put them together in between my episodes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I yeah. have my big episodes are nicely spaced out. Yeah, yeah. Well, you still kind of take care of the, oh, the, I do, the true yeah, crime yeah. stuff. I'm not taking that away from myself. You know, <laughs> <laughs> like the bigger ones, yeah. the main ones. But uh, so there's that. And like I said, we've made the, the switch with our weekend show from 10 minutes to fucking probably at least a half an hour a week now. At the very least. We might as well just have our mics recording at all time. I know. It feels like we kind of jumped right in. I, I looked at like the history of other podcasts. Mm-hmm. And usually they like start with really short episodes and one or you know one episode a week every week for about a year or two we're and start like to up six and episodes a week yeah we started with like okay we're gonna do four episodes oh let's throw two two, two one of them's gonna be a mini episode. oh let's do two more <laughs> mini episodes and yeah no it's like okay we gotta record like at least two. and i wouldn't mind we're I getting better at recording we're getting faster yeah. not faster well, but like still fast, quality like learned, but it's still we've mm. learned how to do everything now so yeah. i mean editing doesn't take as long we've no. got better equipment we've got yeah. better software so all that's sped up a bit. But I always wondered how, um, being a wrestling fan, the wrestling podcast, there's one guy, Conrad Thompson, mm. who kind of started, is he, he did the, um, he's Ric Flair's I knew, I knew the name, I knew the name. And he started a podcast called Something to Wrestle With. Uh, oh, Pritchard. I know that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So they did that. That, was, that, was, that podcast must be coming up on nearly a decade at this stage. It's definitely eight or nine years old. Okay. Must be. But um, I started listening to that, and then he started doing, like, fucking podcasts with Aaron Anderson, podcasts with Ric Flair, podcasts mm. with fucking Eric Bischoff. And I was like, where the fuck is this fella finding the time to do the research, sit down, record this, and get it out there and promote it? Then I realized he was rich already, and he had other people doing all that for him. He was just sitting there for the hour to doing the talk, no, the hosting. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, that's what I guess. Yeah. Because you wouldn't have fucking time. Not unless you're because he runs a mortgage business at the same time, yeah. a successful mortgage okay. business where he made his money to start with. Like from what I heard, he ended up doing this podcast because he rented Bruce Pritchard for the weekend. Basically, it was like you're going to come to my house, I'll pay you, and you're going to drink with me and my buddies and tell us wrestling stories. And that's going to be material for them. And then that kind of rolled out because he was able to get in contact with him through Rick, okay. and then that rolled on then to oh these stories are really good. Do you ever think of doing a podcast? And then that kind of rolled on to them trying it out and thinking it sounded good and doing more Hi. and more and more. Yeah. That Bruce Pritchard, his job back at WWE. Not bad. So, because yeah. he was a bit of a lick ass. <laughs> you know, whereas everybody else would come on those podcasts and shit talk uh. and tell you all the gory, dirty details. He wouldn't do any of it. Every time he spoke of Vince McMahon, it was highly. Every time he spoke of anyone back then, it was a highly. And it's, it was a wrestler that he really didn't like. Right, it was really known to be a little shit, like, you know. Then he'd be Then he'd talk a little bit of shit about him, like, you know, but Yeah. Or if he didn't like a guy, he'd talk shit about him. But to the most part, the big names, he kept he kept talking positively about him, mm. wouldn't give away any secrets, and the mm. next thing he gets his job back at WWE. The only condition was that he couldn't talk on his podcast about anything. But he's still allowed to keep his from podcast. From the start of his new po- of his new contract onwards. From okay. New, I think there was like a couple of years uh, a certain time constraint put on it. Okay. But that has nothing to do with horror. No. More to do with my other ideas of stuff I might do later. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But we were, like, I sat down as well this weekend trying to plan out our year. And I think we got a good, decent bunch of subjects coming up this we year. We do. We're not just looking at horror this year. Mm-hmm. We, got, we got a lot of cryptids. Got a lot of alien stuff. We got mm-hmm. some paranormal stuff coming yeah. up. And I think paranormal kind of falls in line with your stuff again. Amy does historical stuff and generally uh, the real kind of 
ghosty stuff you're good at it as well you, you get really interested in that stuff so yeah uh what else we oh and for the first time this year we are going to look at mobsters oh yeah we're gonna look fun. at real fucking we're talking true crime we're gonna look at two at least two cases mm-hmm. uh gangster cases but that's later in the year that's like yeah. the second half of the year Her first half is all horrific uh-huh. so we're gonna be doing that but uh i wouldn't mind i keep saying it it's weekend, like I said, it's the weekend update. We're recording it Monday. For people who don't realize, that's Monday, January the 1st. We're tired. All right. <laughs> I think we planned to record last night, but that bottle of whiskey got in the way of our equipment. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> we had that bottle polished off by fucking one o'clock. And we ran to the second one. I don't think we got very far. Don't think we one. got very far. No. no. <laughs> we had a drink each, and it was like, I need to go to bed. But, uh, yeah, we're fucking tired today. Mm. Well, we're good day, though. Over, huh? Made a good day, though. Yeah. Did a good day doing fuck off. <laughs> ah, watching movies. But, uh, like I was saying, anyway, uh, the new tablet that I got off of Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> um, it got me back into reading my comics. And then I started thinking, since we are doing... We we take influence from books, definitely. The mm-hmm. books that have been made into movies. Mm-hmm. And then since we're doing TV shows now as well, mm-hmm. they're going to start sneaking in this year. And we have a couple of TV shows, big TV shows that we're going to cover yeah. that I'm looking forward to. And again, I am now taking a vow of silence on what we're, what we're going to do week to week because I don't know how the week will shake out and I don't want to be promising Let's see stuff how long like, that Because we made that mistake last year. <laughs> because that, I'd be stuck for something to say and it's like, come back next week and we're going to do this. And it's like, oh shit. No, I got to do it. <laughs> and there's no room to pivot. Nope. <laughs> You're just stuck. Because you said it. Right, like I have him come back on the mic the next fucking three days. I was wrong. Like, I was wrong. Here's another show. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, I hope we're on time more often. Well, we're going to try and be on time more often this week. I'm already nervous, or this year. I'm already nervous about this week. Why? But I'm still writing the script, and i got to go back to work on Wednesday. So we got... I'm back to work in the morning. I know. But at least you're not half as tired. You know, you're tired, but you can kind of struggle on for another few hours in the evening to get it done if we need to do it. Whereas when I come home, I've been gone since half four in the morning, yeah. and it's now seven o'clock at night. And 14, I'm, 15 hours, just nonstop. And I could probably record, but it would sound a lot like this episode. Slow, tired. Sorry, <laughs> am I tired? What, no, me. Oh. Not, you know, not as energetic yeah. as I want the show, the main show to sound. So it kind of makes it hard to do in those days. It's just... It's my fault. I was lazy the weekend. <laughs> well, I'm going to try not to do it anymore. Like I said, I want, we, we want to take this super seriously. It was seriously Christmas. This year. It is do, not Christmas we anymore. We do want to take it seriously this year. We yeah. want to push it harder than we've ever pushed it. Uh, you know, we want to get on the social media and start pushing. And like I said, we have new ideas and new ways to promote. And we're going to try all that this year. Yes, definitely. But like I was saying, anyway, I was wondering with us looking at books and looking at TV shows, how long it will be until we found a comic book? That we could uh, cover on the show, do you know, and play it out in the same true crime manner. And there's mm. a few. I mean, there's a few. I read. No, no. The thing is, comic books have a tendency. That's where we have trouble sometimes when we're like picking the subject. So how is, can we? How can how we bring can it back we make down this, to our yeah, yeah. How can we make this sound read? Do you know, it's like how do we take this? Like when we were doing Michael Myers, it's like well, 
especially when we were doing the slaughtered everybody the outside ones. the house yeah, yeah when we were doing the new ones and they were like shooting him slashing him hitting him beating him and then he and gets the fuck back up and kills every last one of them. i was like amy how the fuck do i write this how do i write that he just took all this and got back up and started fucking that is why the word allegedly is very useful but that, <laughs> that and then i was able to say well if this was a real true crime case then people that were there would probably embellish on. the story i'm just gonna no point out there. we found out we found that guy afterwards do you remember we, we we when we were looking at this list of killers and we're like oh my god he took out a buttload in one night what Isn't that? They were, when we were like okay michael myers isn't that bad no no no, no no i don't mean in that sense i mean at the end of halloween kills when they ambush oh, him. Oh, okay. I and he's surrounded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. It's a mob after yeah. him. That case, that, realistically, that movie could have probably fucking ended there and that would have been the end of it. It shouldn't have been a trilogy. Maybe the two would have done because him getting back up, just, just don't do that scene. There's too many of them there. And see, for us then, it's like, we have to make it sound like true crime. Hmm. Paranormal stuff we can do because you can do that and kind of, oh, we're going to tell you a paranormal story today and this is what these people claim they saw. Yeah. But when it's a serial killer story, a slasher movie, I have to try, like, like we keep talking about Arthur Conan because I'm dying to eventually get my hands on that story. Mm. But we have to wait for the story to be told to yeah. fucking finish well, we're it. we're not going to be doing but about like, him giving birth to his But head. exactly. It's like, how the fuck do I explain this guy getting killed twice already yeah. and... Teenage the first urban time just waking up yeah. and the second time coming out of the vagina of the woman he scarred in the I can believe the waking up in the morgue. Stranger oh, things yeah, have yeah, happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do yeah, you know? The, the, the end of the second Rebirth one. is not. That's, that. that's where they start to lose me a tiny bit. I wouldn't mind the two of us at that. We were only talking about it before we recorded. The two of us at that point had noticed Chris Jericho's name at the start. <laughs> and we were yeah, like, like well, this is the doing? ending. He must show up here. And then he shows up. And then seconds later, we're watching fucking act, fucking hey. fully grown adult <laughs> head coming out. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> so it did probably take it out of our heads that we had just seen. We probably copped it. But they were like, holy shit. So it would have probably taken it out of my head that we'd seen Jericho now. I wonder then, because this first one linked into the second one Do you know the start of the first one say and the end of the second one kind of linked in mm. will they do that will, will we see jericho getting killed off at the start of the third one will he come back and will it be art coming out of your one and then going out and taking off well, again? no because it's literally just his head unless the head grows well, no, legs and starts running i think we him. were seeing it mid but i can't fully remember now we've only watched that movie once and it's been a while now since we've seen it i, I think she was cradling his head but that's what I said. But was he still not on his way out? Was it not mid-birth? I think it was just his head she gave birth to. That's the way I remember it, that she was cradling his well, head afterwards. Look at, well, no, I, mean, I assume we probably... Whatever about the first one, we will mm. probably see the second one again before we watch the third one. Yeah. First one's a bit depressing. <laughs> but uh, the second one I'd watch again. I love that 80s vibe that seems to be everywhere at the moment. Well, I suppose it's dying down now for the 90s, isn't it? I, I think, yeah. I think I'll watch... Um, I'll watch it, obviously, to finish it off with you, but... Why do you not like them? It's not that, it's not that I don't like them. I think that they're... I know I do like the movies. I they, They're just... I. It's like I don't see much of them because my head is behind a pillow. So I mean, like, I, I, that I, of I am extremely... You know that there's a lot that I can fucking handle, but as soon as there's, like, that scene where she's hanging upside down, that was a bit much for that's me. That's the first one. I know, yeah, yeah. but... That that's, one where she's on the bed... That was a bit rough, much for me. Do you think? Yeah. She looked very animatronic. Like, I, I know, like, but I, I didn't like As soon as I saw her, I was like, you know, it was like this nostalgic feeling to Return of the Living Dead when they bring the half zombie lady in. 
and she's talking to them and I thought that the way it moved the way she moved on the bed was very much like it but I loved that about that that was the one thing I loved about that movie was and I think I've said it before was that feeling of you're sitting there and you know in any other movie they wouldn't be showing you it's like yeah. they're not I feel like I know where they're going with this but uh, they're not going to do that someone's uh, going to interrupt it someone's going to stop it and then it like fucking happens I mean the first one was the the hacksaw scene and the yeah. second one was that bedroom scene when you see the mother going through the house it's like He's just going to, oh. if it was any other horror movie, he would have just jumped out of the corridor while she was there and mm-hmm. slashed her up, mm-hmm. do you know? And the cops would have been there the next day and they would have played off of that. But instead she walks in and there he is playing with the fucking body. Like, and it's, 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 it's the mime thing about him too. Do you know, it's the, but it's the way that he tries to be. It, it's it's the whole try to be funny. Like you, know, like you said, like you play with it. Like you, you like the hands under his kid, shit, shit like that. There's nothing when a clone like that has a big smile in their face and suddenly starts to frown. Do you want to get that real sad look for you? Like, oh, like angry, kind yeah, of sad. Like, and he gets that out when he gets pissed mm. off, like, and he kind of walks like... Sometimes, I don't, I think he takes it too far. Sometimes he gets, he does, like, I can, I can understand why he's pissed off sometimes. Like, if your one was sitting on my knee like that, dragging out of me, I'd have not been pissed off enough to do what I, what he do did to her. But like, think that maybe by going out dressed as a scary clown, you're bringing some of it on yourself? Do you know? <laughs> if you're walking what around if you the streets dressed like you that are. and he kind of bought attention to himself from them <laughs> do you know mm. he didn't it wasn't like they I don't know they were looking over them but he was waving over as well and stuff and do you know what freaks me out the most about those movies is the kid the kid art in the hospital oh it wasn't in the hospital it was in the laundromat was it in the laundromat yeah, the hospital. In and he went in and he took the, oh that wasn't the hospital either that was the school the kid was Boy, running they're sitting down. down. Next thing, there's all this blood coming out. The kid is running down. He's walking down the hallway of the school. This, his sister's the final girl in that. And he walks down and they're playing. He had seen... Do you remember there was a dead raccoon or something out in the yeah, back? Yeah, and him yeah. and his friends were poking at it with a stick. Yeah. And uh, they call the girls over to have a look at it. And they scream. And then the teacher comes over and gives an out to them. And he's going, he starts walking down the corridor of the school afterwards. He goes back into the school. like. Yeah. And uh, as he's walking down, he turns the corner. And Art and the child... Uh, the girl child art was sitting there and they were throwing the the body of the raccoon or whatever it was towards each other each other back and forth and the blood was splattering and he sees them and he runs off but there was also another scene where they're sitting in a waiting room they're literally i'm pretty sure that's the that laundromat that oh that's the laundromat okay because he's in there there's him and one other guy in there and he mm. went in there to wash his clothes because they're covered in blood mm. and then she the, the, that's the first time you see i think i suppose it's supposed to be he's in her child and she comes out and starts to fucking you know, play with him, kind of yeah. like, get him going again. Yeah. Like, I think he's sitting there a bit depressed. He is, yeah. And then he kills the other guy that's there yeah. and leaves and get in his clean clothes. And Not to interrupt you, but I have a picture of the, the head scene. Yeah. It's his head is literally sideways and she's cradling it. It's just, just his head. His head sideways on her lap. Like, he, she's like that. Like it's a baby. Like that. It's such a weird movie. Isn't it? That kind of blows it out of the water. Uh, that was, I was not, ex- out of all the things I'd seen in those movies, that was the last thing I was but expecting. It, that's the thing though, there is this shocking side to those movies because I didn't expect the ending of nah. the first one. No, no, I was like, she's getting out, she's really fine. She's going to be hurt, expect- but. I, but. Yeah, him killing your one in the first place and then fucking chasing her, but what he did to himself mm. then. I don't know, I don't, I don't feel like I don't want to spoil spoilers. it. Yeah, well, I suppose everything we do has spoilers. No, we tag this episode of spoilers. Show. Yeah. But yeah, um, 
Well, yeah, I was, I was surprised mm. because especially when we knew there was a terrifier too. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, I was like, what? <laughs> wait, 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 what? <laughs> well, uh, yep, didn't seem to affect them much. No, but um, yeah, you were saying what about preacher? I was thinking about that because I was like, does preacher count as a horror? I mean, when it comes to comic books, does it count as a horror? It's kind of, kind of. I don't. Really I think know. it does. I mean, like it has a vampire. It's definitely apocalyptic. So, yeah. you know, that's the whole point isn't it that, that uh hair star is trying to bring on the apocalypse like but, i mean like you get sent to hell do you know there's a value to bring in all these like little points from it it does you, scream horror you remember now you're only going off of the tv show I, I i'm working on the comic book here the comic book is very very tame no oh fuck no they tamed it down so for the TV show. You could not put the fucking stuff they say in the comic book on that. Oh, TV I knew show. that. I, I, you know, you told me about. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! No, no way. I but, have um, been saying I need to read it. I just don't get time to read a lot of oh, it's stuff. A great comic. Like, it's a strange comic. I mean, you got the the sex detectives. They're funny. You got the they did the Mackie the sad kind of fucking storyline in the TV show, all right? Briefly. No. Oh, the Marquis de Sade. Yeah, sorry. Uh, yeah, I don't know what she's saying. Yeah. But uh, in the comic book, I think they go there and uh, I think Jesse's looking for God in there. That's one of the times where he's in the, the dog suit. The dog suit. Oh, is that what they were getting at in the TV um, show? They all... That he was in yeah, there somewhere yeah, yeah, like, yeah. and he was looking for him. But as he's looking mm. for him, he comes across him because it's uh, it's one of these sex parties where anything goes. So there's a room where there is a child in there and Jesse obviously doesn't take too kindly <laughs> to that shit yeah. and uh, kills most of the people there. Him and Cassidy do, but uh, and Cassidy what an is, Irish fucking accent. You have you to know, say that for that man. Yeah, but they changed his character as well to make him more likable. Cassidy isn't very likable in the t- in the comic. He is and he isn't. Cassidy is a real down and out drunk in the comic book. Do you know mm-hmm. he's um he every time Jesse's back is turned, he's coming on to Tulip. And then there is a but period... But in the TV show, that's because more so that he loves her. So I'm guessing it's pure like... Oh, and this, it's every time he gets drunk. Well, he does at one point, like he does a shitty thing. It's like they think Jesse's dead at one point. And the two of them are on, obviously, Tulip's broken up about it. Mm-hmm. And uh, he keeps her kind of drunk and drugged up. And she kind of... They, they start a kind of a relationship, but it's based on the whole fucking thing of he's what's left and Jesse's gone and she's all of her mind on fucking pills and drink all the time anyway. Shit. And he kind of keeps that going. I mean, him and Jesse fall out big time in the comic book over it. Uh, it's a lot of that. I think, uh, I think near the end, I can't remember, but I think Cassidy kind of does the whole redeeming thing in the end and kind of steps in to save Jesse, like, and kind of redeems himself. But it's, uh, yeah, Cassidy is not, not, not half as likable. No, what's his name? Joseph Gilligan or Gulligan or something or Gil- Know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he's brilliant. Gilgun. He's brilliant in everything he's in, though. Yeah, I, I, I can't. But he was the perfect oh, casting for Cassidy. Oh, yeah. Absolutely yeah. 100% perfect. There was no way, there was no one that could have done that job better. Mm. But uh, the way it was written for the TV show made him a more sympathetic, kind of yeah, yeah, sensible yeah. guy, rather than in the comic book yeah. where it was all drink, drugs, and basically the stereotypical Irish fucking down and out drunk. You know, a young down no truck like a guy that's maybe in his maybe our age and still out drinking and partying every weekend. That kind of down out sad old yeah. Irish kind of because as well, Cassidy's from like um the Civil War time here. 
Oh, Civil War here. I knew like, that. His, like, his story yeah. starts in yeah. 1916 at the mm. Rising. Mm. So it's like him and his brother are supposed to be at the post office to yeah. do to be a part of the 1916 Rising. And mm. I think his brother, I think it is, kind of, uh, I don't know, I can't remember if he knocked him out or he kind of, he does something anyway to avoid bringing him there because he doesn't want him to get hung Hurt. or shot or whatever yeah. to be to prosecuted for it or because he thinks it's a foolish thing that they're doing the, 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 the rising. Yeah, the 1916 Rising. Okay. And um, then obviously they have to go missing because the IRA will kill him <laughs> if oh. they're seen around again like Shit. and um, in the meantime then is they're kind of hiding Cassidy's kind of going across they're across by a lake or a river or something like that and a monster comes out and bites Cassidy so it's so it's uh, like a lake vampire yeah cool oh you have to look playing. into that creep past Cripsy is there any kind of uh there are plenty of Irish own. vampires. Oh, plenty yeah. of Irish vampires. Well, we yeah, that. we're going to That's do what, cool. a, a lake vampire, but, um, water vampire. Preacher is a thing. I don't know. I don't know if you can really tell the story in a true crime way. Of it. Well, yeah, the man that's came and said he's looking for God and he's going to beat him up. It would be a funny story. What about Conspiracy? the really heavy guy, the all father? How do you do we, that? We could, if we focused in on them. Their group. What do they call again? Fuck. I only read an issue last night. The, 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 the Grail. Oh, the Grail. Yes. If we focused in on the Grail, we could do that. Like, because like I said before, there's sometimes going to be topics or movies mm. where we can only do sections of them. Do you know? Like when we do Freddy Krueger. Yeah. I'm not doing Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah. The movies. I'm doing the story of Freddy Krueger beforehand. So most of that episode will be based on the very shitty TV, Nightmare on Elm Street TV show that depicted Freddy Krueger, the court case, and him getting off and the parents going after him. Yeah. Very cheap. Okay. <laughs> Fucking, you know, early 90s, late 80s, early 90s kind of show. Yeah. But um, it was the first time they were showing Freddy becoming Freddy, you know? Oh, uh, I think I've TV. seen this. Yeah. So it, it's grand. It's a two-parter, but I'd be focusing more on that and maybe the storyline in the um, the one with his daughter that shows a lot more of his backstory as well. Do you know? Mm. So uh, when we eventually get to Freddy Krueger. So in that case, I could kind of take like Preacher as a source and then say, well, we're going to talk about the grade, this secret society that we've heard of, and then kind of talk about Jesse on the side as being someone who tried to take down the grail but was claiming that he uh-huh. had the word of God and all this shit. And, but we'd have to play him off as being a religious nut then. Again, it's us taking a lot of liberties. But, uh, but he's the opposite could. of a religious nut, isn't it? Well, yeah, I suppose but religious in the sense of... A religious nut in the sense of not that he's supporting God, but he's claiming he has the power of God and that he's going to kick God's ass when he finds him. So, you know, that to me is still a religious nut, regardless of it being... Do you not think the guy in well, a TV show has just... He's just that kind of person that you would feel like you'd want to kick his ass anyway? A bit of a knob in the He TV is a bit show. of a knob in the TV show. But, uh... Which is weird. I like the claim, because I think the whole claim is that Genesis, the word of God that Jesse does have, is... The reason God has gone missing is because this entity is as powerful as, as if not more powerful than God. Ah. So he's scared. I thought know? he just didn't want it, so he was like, bye bye Genesis. No, it's a mix it's too powerful from there to contain it. Ah. So it's a mix of an angel and a devil. Okay. A demon from hell and an angel from fucking heaven that fell in love and had a and slept together and ended up having a child and the child was Genesis. Okay. And it's so powerful that it scared God. And once it got released, they, they locked it up. But once it got released, <coughs> it scared God out of uh, oh, excuse me, out of heaven. Mm. 
just actually, yeah, it's kind of very uh, Norse, kind of Ragnarok. I'm just thinking that. Fenrir being locked up in the chains, and once he breaks free, mm. she'll accept that, uh, you know, unlike the Christian god who ran away to hide, my fight to the death. Nah. <laughs> well, uh, oh, she's going to sneeze again. She's going to do it. She's going to do it. She's going to no, no, do, no, 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 do it. She's going to do it. I can see it in her face. She's trying to hold it back. We're going to hear a cute little chip in a second, though. She's holding her nose. <laughs> oh. uh, what about The Walking Dead? We could do The Walking Dead, and there's so many sources to it. But know? how? It's not, it was, that was worldwide, like it was. Oh yeah, that's my problem with zombie movies. I yeah. remember that. I remember, yeah, I remember having the same problem yeah. we talked about the night and uh, night of living dead thing. All right, no, yeah, it's yeah. too wide. Well, night of living dead, I figured out. You can localize that as a local fucking uh, outbreak of of some strange disease. Yeah. Uh, you could do any. You could do any of the night of living deads. Yeah. You couldn't get away. Well, you might get away with Return of the Living Dead as a conspiracy, but who's there to tell the story? Because the whole point at the end of that movie is they wipe the fucking place out. They wipe all trace of it. Like. I think we just need to go back to the drawing board with the zombie movies. I feel like we could do Night of the Living Dead and say that they were fucking close to... Okay. Do you know what? You could even link them and mm. say that the experiments that were taking place in Day of the Dead mm. were, were, uh, was the reason this outbreak happened but it happened in a local area mm. so what we see in night of the living dead is that house is close and that graveyard is close by to this fucking army facility okay. which is close to a town that has the mall in it that you could do dawn of the dead and it could be that this one area had to be contained and had to be fucking vaccinated against this weird fucking you know Parasite, parasite, because there is a parasite you know? like that. Yeah. That's it, like some fucking chemical warfare that the government were you working on. Again, we could do it yeah. as a fucking conspiracy kind of th- uh, story, and and put that spin on it. True. See, yeah. good job. There's a way of doing all these stories. How would we do dog soldiers though? Cryptids. I mean, yeah, I don't know how to do the werewolf tale of the part. Well, I mean, you can always have the part of people kind of claiming they're turning into werewolves and just do it as a serial killer story. You have that, uh, that there's that condition as well, isn't there? I think there's a few serial killers with werewolves as uh, their uh, path in them. There's plenty of vampires, vampire Dusseldorf, vampire Sacramento. Uh, I don't know. I, I'd assume. That. I mean, I was only talking to you earlier today about the Warren's case that the Conjuring 4 was based on. Yeah. The devil made me do it. And he, I, he was claimed to be possessed. But it was, but it was a werewolf possession, as far as I know. I think you have done a short episode on a werewolf serial killer because the name is very familiar Who? to me, Mikhail Popkov. Oh yeah, he was. Quite, he didn't do anything werewolf either. But he says where it says werewolf serial killer. Yeah, yeah, sorry, and that was only two weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, I was because I thought that it was it was very familiar as well. But I, I think literally that's the only person that I can find here is him. Russian fella. They seem like werewolfy kind of people. Yeah, I don't like the look of them. Um, there is... Oh, no, again. Looks like you're from Taxi. There's... Huh? Not Taxi. Uh, uh, Barney Miller. Do you know the... the, 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 the is, he, is he Cuban? Do you know the guy that appeared... That he, but yeah, then he was yeah, in, uh, in Sanford and Sons. Of, um, first season, at least, of Barney Miller. Yeah. He was in a... About two seasons of Sanford and Son. Yeah. And he showed up in an episode of All in the Family, didn't he, as a cop? He did, yeah. As well. But he looks like that guy. Uh, kind of. Now, I can barely remember now. I see so many of these fuckers every week now. Yeah. And it's kind of hard to remember their faces. Weird. But, um, yes, yes, the problem. That's what I'm saying with comic books. That's the issue. 
they're a bit too wild. They they have the freedom to go absolutely batshit crazy in their stories. Uh, like there is, there is one good one we could do mm-hmm. called Nailbiter. And uh, the the story is about a town called Buckaroo, right? And it's the Buckaroo Butchers. Okay. The thing is that the people believe the town is cursed Uh. because 13 serial killers have come from the town. Every generation another serial killer is born. And uh, And imagine looking at your kid not knowing what the thing is. That's it. Someone in Buckaroo, every generation is going to be a serial killer. And it's kind of based around this one guy. And his ex-girlfriend. And the one guy is, he became that generation's Buckaroo Butcher, but he got away with it in a technicality. Okay. And he was the nail-biter killer. But mm. they find him Biting chewing nail. on their fucking Ugh. nails. Right, I have I see heard about so this So he's a known serial killer. He's uh. open about it. Uh. But it's believed, it's, tr- it's believed that it's done from a curse. Okay. That, that's on the town. Okay. And um, the girl, I think, is a cop. I can't remember. It's been a while since I read it. And the two of them, then she has to kind of get friendly with him again, even though he, you know, obviously he's revolting to her because he's a serial killer, yeah. you know, but he's still her ex-boyfriend. And then there's this possibility that maybe he is cursed. Maybe the yeah. town is cursed. Like, yeah. And they start looking into it and there's somebody else then, some other masked killer trying to kill them and stop them from mm. finding out what the curse is. And I remember most of the story, except for the very end. This happens to me an awful lot with comic books. I, like, generally leave comic books fucking build up now like mm. the last podcast guys have only one out um operation sunshine okay i think there's three or four episodes out or issues out now yeah and i have to leave them build up or i'll forget because when i got when i started reading the walking dead there were a good couple of hundred fucking issues ahead of me so i had plenty you know i was reading and they were piling back up on the back end then the new issues would come out and uh, they'd just be stacked up on top of the the old issues to get to yeah but then when i caught up with the fucking thing and it was month to month for me. It's hard to read 30 pages of a story and then go four weeks and read that and get the next chapter and remember what happened in the last chapter. I know. I know. You know? Yeah, I get you. And fuck it. So it, it's hard to kind of, you, I have to kind of deal with finished story. Outcast. That wasn't bad. That TV finished. show kind of fucked. Uh, got mm, fucked it got boring. The comic book felt very similar to that at the start. And I'll be honest with you, last time I gave it a read-through, because it was coming to an end, mm. it was really fucking good. I really enjoyed it. Okay. And I was getting to it, and I never, I still haven't finished it. Well, then clearly it wasn't that No, what cool. happened there was the same issue. I got to the last, I had a plan to read it, because there was like four issues left to come. And I kind of planned to read, reread it because I'd only ever half read it and stopped and then left it for months and I'd end up starting again and going through it again. So I read the whole way through and the last two or three issues got delayed by like a month or two. Hmm. And then I completely forgot about it again. And I just haven't went back to it since. Okay. Do you know, and it was yeah. getting really fucking good. It was really fucking good. Like, I think, and Kirkman's good at that. Because it was Robert Kirkman that had, uh, he knows when to finish a book. Oh, when to go on a high like, yeah. Because, uh, and it's hard because when uh, Invincible, we knew that one. That one, we at least we knew was coming. He had us warned about that one. So Invincible, it was like this last issue. There was a build up to the last issue. We yeah. knew it was coming and we got this bumper issue and it was great and everyone mm. was expecting it. Mm. Walking Dead, the prick told nobody. It just came out and it's like, here it is, the final the issue of Walking Dead. It's like, what? <laughs> this is the last issue. You just get bored of it, do you think? Well, he had planned to finish that long before it finished. Mm. He wanted to finish it. Do you know um, 
Alexandria when they get to Alexandria yeah. and you know they don't like the scene you talk about that you hate the, the one where they're all kind of in like arms and they're going no, through no, the, no, the no. zombies and mm. kid can't stay quiet because he's too scared and he gets pulled off and then yeah. the mother gets pulled off the one that's the one where Kyle gets shot in the eye isn't it yes I think so I think so I'm not sure there's a lot he of definitely gets in hurt that. in that one badly but I think it was shot in the eye that time and they all go outside and they start hacking away I think it's this episode but anyway it's around that arc that um Rick gives a big speech about, you know, kind of fucking, we won't be the walking dead and we're going to you know, go forward and mm. all this kind of shit. And um, at the end of that episode or issue as well, he's standing there kind of with his hands raised, rallying the crowd. And the original plan was that the next panel would be him still in that pose with a statue. And then the panel, you go to the next panel, it would zoom out and there'd be a, a civilization built around them uh, and, and, and show that they moved on, which it eventually nice. does. I mean, yeah. that's what happens at the end of the fucking Walking Dead. Uh, you don't fucking, you have the Rick get, getting everyone to the Commonwealth, Rick dying, and then fucking we jump on fucking 10, 15 years and there's a civilization there. Yeah. It's still a basic civilization, but it's way more than what they had from the start, you know, from going where they did. Yeah. But, um, yeah, that TV show was a bit of a fucking watch as well, wasn't it? It was really good the first it few seasons. It went on too long. I mean, it was. It was, it was a short. Shorter seasons watch it at the end. and quicker and less seasons mm-hmm. is what it needed. It needed to be one of these. needed to be like... I know it was only about 10 episodes a season, wasn't it? Oh, did they go about 20? It was 16 no, or yeah, something. There 16, was, was it was long, 8, yeah. then a break, then 8. Yeah. There should have just been 8 and leave yeah. it at that. And, and just do miniseries and just do... And, I don't know, each fucking uh, collection of stories or whatever. Because it did, it, it dragged stuff out and it made it boring. So I, like, I think the last episode that blew me away was the one when they had like Henry and what's the name, their heads on the spike. So we were like looking at that, we're oh, like, yeah, holy yeah. fucking shit. Well, I knew that was coming. Well, I was no. like, holy fucking <laughs> shit. I was like, no that's way. That's how they marked, the whisperers marked their boundary. Oh, I know, but that's that's but, um, what blew me. That's the last episode that was like, The problem shit. was that they get you all psyched up. There were so many characters involved mm. that you'd be invested in one or two guys and then you get a part of the story and it could be another month before you see yeah. them again. Like. Yeah. And in the meantime, you're going to get this filler episode mm-hmm. that is, you know, one of them out on their own. And every now and again, they were good. I liked the one about Morgan. The one case where I liked Morgan was where he learned, oh, John, you know, when he first learned about How the stick. How to use the stick. Yeah. yeah. With the, the big guy that was, fuck, was that big guy in Dexter or something as a killer at some point? That, that big guy is he, yeah, was he, no, he was in Dexter, I think, as a killer, but is he not in American Horror Story as well? Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Is he the clown? Is he underneath the clown mask? I can't remember. And the, if, um, I think, but we had seen him in something else as well and he was just fucking awful in it. Well, um, Good actor, obviously. But like, he was he was very nice. Well, that was one of the only solo episodes I can remember thinking, oh, this isn't too bad, even though I remember Those when Those episodes were always all right, I thought. Yeah. But when I remember when that episode started thinking, that was the, one of the first times I thought to myself, ugh, a filler episode. Because I'd never thought about it before. Well, I, Michonne's I, Michonne had a, a kind of like yeah. a, like a backstory episode, didn't she? I but there were so that. many people that they lost because of it. Because uh, there might amount of people I talked to, I was like, "You watch The Walking Dead," and the response would it. always be, "Wasn't too bad." And I even did because I remember watching the first two seasons and then stopping. Mm. And it was a couple of years later when you and me started watching it from the start again. We just binged it. And we binged the first three or four seasons, I yeah. think, and then we were week to week. But mm. then people's main complaint was, well, it's just them walking through fucking 
the woods for an hour and someone dies or zombies chase them someone dies they get over it and they move on to the next way a week yeah. and there was a long time of that there was, it feels like that but when you look back in it there was only one it's kind of like an episode of here and there usually you know because they do move from the campsite to the farm to the prison in pretty quick succession mm. especially even the comic that happens really quickly i didn't expect it to jump so quickly when i was reading it you know to it felt like there was longer spaces between yeah. the start and yeah. when the governor came in but yeah walking down i, I we've just spent 20 minutes talking about one we can't cover yeah <laughs> um oh yeah but nail biter we could probably have a look at but i've looked at a list here as well and it's nine horror comics to watch for in 2023 so mm-hmm. we're a year late for all these so these should be out and should be about 12 issues deep so that's okay. my kind of stuff find something that this is i don't I have no idea what's on this I, i'm just seeing if there's something i can find that i like too this uh there's one oh yeah nightfall double feature that seems like uh oh, okay that seems like a kind of anthology one i'm not mad about anthology stuff i like the storyline this one seems awesome though the nasty so it is, everyone had their imaginary friend when they were younger, but imagine if your imaginary friend was Jason Voorhees. No, no thanks. That is the elevator pitch for The Nasty by writer John Lees and artist George Cambades. The imaginary friend has now followed the main character Thumper into his teenage years where he hangs around a group of horror nerds called the Murder Club. The series will explore video nasties which were films that become the target of... Yeah, we know what the video nasties are. We covered it. Go look back in our catalogue. Yeah. Everything changes when the group gets uh, one of these tapes for themselves causing them to question what is real and what's imaginary. The nasty will be available in March from Ford's comic. So March... There should be about eight or nine episodes or issues of that out. Okay. I am definitely, definitely, definitely going checking that one out. Mm. That sounds awesome. It sounds right up my fucking alley. And I can yeah. see the artwork here for it as well. It's my kind of artwork. I'm really particular with that when it comes to comic How books. it looks there. Uh... The, the, I'm really particular about the artwork. Like everyone keeps saying, you like how I read Sandman. And every time I, I just look at the cover or I read, look at the first issue and it's like, this fucking art is too harsh in my eyes. Mm. I don't want to look You at have it. to like what you're looking at. It, but it's, it's, it just becomes, it's like this, look here, the cover of this next one, which I honestly always thought was a fucking, like that kind of art style I find hard to constantly look at it. It's yeah, very aggressive, like, yeah, you know, very raw. Yeah. But I did not expect this to be a real thing, except that I'd seen that there's movies on it around the place. I always thought it was a joke. What? Blackula. <laughs> and it is exactly how Rob it Zombie has a, has a... He had him in his his fake trailer for the double feature, yeah, the Grindhouse double song. feature. He's oh, a song. Blackula. Yeah. Yeah, 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 that's where I've seen it in the last mm-hmm. week. But I definitely saw there was a movie there. But yeah, it's a real comic book. Uh, what does it say about him? Okay, apparently it's done by a duo named Rodney Barnes and jo- Jason Sean Alexander, who were known for making vampire comics. Uh, thanks to their series, Philadelphia. Philadelphia. Huh. Um, so this one is called Black Yellow Return of the King. The book is an adaption and expansion of the classic 1972 black exploitation film that brings it to the modern day, pushing boundaries with its contemporary setting for the film's characters. We gotta check this film out mm. as well. Yeah. Even though I don't think we can cover something like Black Yellow. Well, we can still watch it. Oh, yeah. Oh, this looks kind of cool. What? Where the Monsters Lie. Ooh, sounds like a scary version of where the wild things are. Monster of the... Oh, it's a Monster of the Week format. So oh. yeah, kind of, I suppose, kind of X-Files-y, you know? Yeah. Uh, format is something most people have grown to know. Blah, 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 blah. So 
We'll see it from a different angle. Okay, so the series will follow Connor Hayes, who barely survived a slasher while at a summer camp in his youth. Years later, he once again narrowly escapes another psychopath who builds torture puzzles for his victims. So like Jigsaw. Oh, yeah. Ever since, Connor has been training to take down these monsters. <gasps> Is it the story of I think it's about Amy? Maybe. <laughs> Is this the Shadow Vision comic book? <laughs> <laughs> He is a special agent tasked with hunting down the monsters who nearly Mm -hmm. killed him and others like them. The comic will be available from Dark Horse Comics in February. That was last year again. So again, you're talking about 11 or 12 issues of this up as well. I'm definitely checking this one out as well. Uh, This sounds like a good one. And it sounds like the origins of our uh, superhero. (laughs) The Neighbours. So what's The Neighbours about? What did I say? There's nine of these here. So we're nearly there. Um... The story has deep roots in Irish and English folklore and mythology, delivering a world where you never know who is what they say they are. The team hopes to bring a chilling tale about changelings into the pages of this comic for readers to oh, enjoy. Oh, changelings. Oh, so, yes. We've got to check this one out, too, because this is an Irish one. <gasps> yeah, I must actually check that out for a creepy pen. The Neighbours. So that's mm. what that one's called. Oh, I like the artwork for this one. The Harrower. Oh, Many fans of horror are obsessed. Oh, just in case anyone's wondering, this is all off of Fangoria. Fangoria, yeah, Fangoria. F A N G O R I A. Yeah, that's a really popular horror. My, uh, I know. I just way with the way you were saying yeah, it. I, I couldn't like work out <laughs> Fang or Fangoria. Yeah, Fangoria. Mm. Anyway, uh, many fans of horror are obsessed with the grotesque and monsters that many people are too afraid to look at. Ah. Uh. These types of things may not exist in our small towns across the United States, but in Harrower, they do. So this is like basically the horrorverse. Okay. In the small town of Harrower, New York, New York is a killer who is like a real-life incarnation of the boogeyman dubbed the Harrower. Oh, Michael Myers. An mm. entity that seems almost unkillable. Oh, really, Michael Myers. Someone's getting sued. Jessica Brink, the main character, is a teenage girl obsessed with the Harrower and uncovering his secret. Justin Jordan and Bram... Bram Revel's series will examine one person's obsession with morbidity through the destruction of the slasher genre. Deconstruction of the slasher genre. Mm. Harrow will be available from February. Oh, man, I am fucking finding a shitload of fucking stuff here. And that's another one that we could look into. Mm. These serial killer ones, you never know. I this know looks like a space one. Know your station. What were you going to say there? Say so now you have your tablet to read them all. I know, yeah. Yeah, it's the fucking... Legally purchasing them from the right sources. <laughs> Not downloading them from getcomics.com. <laughs> As this Biden. one is called, know your station. What happens when Earth's wealthiest people flee the planet for a private sanctuary in space while leaving everyone else for dead? Nothing good. I can tell you that right now because a murderer is hunting each of them down. Each issue centers on one of the space station employees and features a horrific kill to wrap your mind around. The series is written by Sarah Galley, Galley and with art by Lena Gangas and explores the sci-fi, sci-fi horror and some horrors that hit close to home. It sounds kind of cool as well. We couldn't cover it, but it sounds kind of cool. Okay. Uh, kind of a slasher in space. Mm-hmm. That isn't shit like Jason X. <laughs> and I don't usually talk shit about movies, but fuck yeah. me, that was a bad <laughs> Double Walker. Nothing bad could ever happen on a carefree vacation, right? Wrong. Double Walker by Michael Conrad and Noah Bailey follows Gully, Cully and Gemma, who want to squeeze in one last getaway before their new baby arrives. They decide on the rainy day magical step. 
that steep Scottish highlands with the, well, what am I saying? They decided on the rainy, magical, steep Scottish highlands for their romantic getaway. What was supposed to be fun soon turns into a paranoid, soaked, violent chain of events that will stick with you long after put it. Yeah, so no, we couldn't even do nearly a fucking series where we just cover comic books like this. We could. Absolutely. Is this the last one or second last one? This is the last one on the list. It's called All Eight Eyes. Oh, it's a spider that looks, one. That sounds creepy. Mm. Spinning out of last year's comic horror magazine, Razorblades, Steve Fox and Peter... How would you say Peter in, uh, in a Russian? P-I-O-T-R. You still Peter? 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 Peter Kowalski bring you all eight eyes which is a four issue miniseries i like the miniseries because they're easier to handle mm. away from the whole story get all four and just fucking binge mm. them uh feature plenty of creepy crawly giant spider horror the series follows college dropout vince spencer who's making his way through life in a drug and party induced haze until he's suddenly entangled in a web of war against and arachnid horrors. Fox's previous work with spiders relied more on Spider-Man and less on Spider-Monsters, but sure, be sure to pick this one up from Dark Horse Comics. Dark Horse have a lot of good stuff coming out or, uh, that came out last year by the looks of things. Um, oh, if I get this one, I'm going to keep... So what I'm going to do, I'll keep taking screenshots and sending them to Riley on WhatsApp, scaring the shit out of them. Check out oh, this comic. Check out Josh. this well, yeah, there's a few there now that I would say that we would probably... I'm going to give them all a read and see what we could turn into a really cool episode of It's Alive Alive. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Definitely. Okay, so you're right. We're after going 50 minutes now. See? <laughs> Just talking shite. That's all we were fucking doing. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, well, technically, still Happy New Year for us. So, Happy New Year from us. Happy New Year. Even though you're an all good week into it. Hope it hasn't completely went to shit yet. (laughs) (laughs) If you like that, then listen to our main show every Wednesday on all good podcast providers. It's Alive Alive, the really, really fake true crime horror podcast. All the guts and gore, none of the guilt. See you on Wednesdays.